And we're rolling. Hello, it's us. It's the comedy couch with Dennis Hensley and Tony Tripoli. Do we have a theme song, Dennis? We do. Um, let me tune I it up. Oh, I'm dee, tuning dee, up. Me, 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 me. I know the note. Thank you very much. Toss salad and scrambled egg. There it is. Oh, it's so nice. This uh, this one might be, this uh, uh, edition of the podcast might need to be called What Happens in Vegas Gets Complained About on the Comedy Couch. <laughs> exactly. I think that might be, a uh, good title because we just went to Las Vegas. We we're just back. We're just back from the we're coast. fresh back. And Tony leaves again tomorrow. Oh yes. So I'm we gotta. This is gonna be lickety split. It's this gonna one. be a quickity quick. And George, <clears throat> crank it all the way up, girl, because we may not go an hour today. So we're that's take right. The resistance up, the <laughs> incline up, because this might be a nice thirty-five forty-five. All right. Oh, but keep the core strong. You want to keep that core strong. Michael in Vegas was talking about this special kind of workout you do on a treadmill, and it's only twelve minutes. But then you think you might die, and then it lasts for two days. Yeah, like it's like burning a whole lot of things. First of all, there are two Michaels in Vegas. There are Michael Powell. There's Michael Powell, who I worked on cruise ships with. Actually, I never worked on a ship with him. We trained together to work on different ships, but we've been friends ever since. And he There's cruise ship Michael, and there's Wynn Hotel Michael. There's cruise ship Michael, and then there's Wynn Michael, who works at the Wynn Hotel, who we just met uh, on this trip, and who we are now... um, like We're all this. BFFs. We're total BFFs. So there's Cruise Ship Michael and there's Cirque du Soleil Michael. Or no, no there, there's Ship. Win Michael and there's Cirque du Soleil Michael. Because yes. Cruise Ship Michael works for the Cirque du Soleil organization. That's right. He does group sales and so forth. And he was able to get us into the Ka show. Which, which you've been dying to about. see. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that in out. So uh, many exciting but things But he have was happened. talking about this treadmill workout that he does because he looks dynamite. He does look dynamite. And he's a couple years older than us. And yeah, he is better. a little bit. And he looks better than when I saw him in May. And he, he's always been a handsome guy and he's always been in good shape. And so he says that it's just this really killer interval mm-hmm. training that you do on a treadmill, 12 minutes, and then you're done, but it's really hard. And I want to learn about it. I want to find about that. All right. Out well, about that. I'll get, make sure you have his contact info and you can learn about it. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to work, learn about it that much. Well, I will say this, that we stayed at the fabulous Wynn Hotel and Casino That's Las right. Vegas. Not the Encore. The Encore is the sister of the Wynn, but they're connected, so we enjoyed things at both. And because Dennis was blogging and podcasting and such <clears> about <throat> it, uh, he got us a really nice room rate. But then in addition to that, they said, well, we'll throw in a dinner for two and a spa treatment, which ultimately became... Three meals for two. Yes. And two full spa treatments. <clears throat> they treated and, us very, very nicely. I mean, so the first, I get, let's just take it from the top. Okay. So we flew over. We walked over to the Burbank Airport That's from right. the, the home, the Comedy Couch home. The Bob Hope Airport. And uh, we got on, and it was easy. We just walked right through. And yeah. our plane was delayed about a half an hour, 45 minutes. We did some emailing. Who cares? Yeah, yeah we had a nice fun. $17 Diet Coke. And then we got on the plane, and we flew to Las Vegas. Yes. And uh, we got a, a taxi, went right to the hotel, checked in easily, opened the door to the room. And it was Beautiful. Beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful room in the Wynn, Las Vegas. So then uh, th- that night, Tuesday night, we went to dinner yes. at this restaurant called Botero. Botero, which is a it? circular steakhouse um, in the, I think, is it considered part of the Wynn or part of the Encore? It it's is kind of in the middle. Encore. Um, and it's uh, white leather uh, seats and yeah, dark brown and white. Yes, and I had a big piece of meat, kind of like the the um, the size that Wilma throws on the car at the end of the Flintstones credit for sure. 
I ate that, and then for dessert, so we and so we both had steaks and, and Brussels salads. sprouts and things, and I had a beet salad. They were delish. Then we go, well, what are your desserts? And she's like, oh, well, the most popular is our donuts, but we also have, and we're like, whoa, 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 whoa. go back to the donuts thing. Yeah. Why are you? And she goes, well, they're donuts that we make homemade, and then we inject them with marshmallow. First of all, I'd never heard the word inject used in a restaurant. Mm. To describe something that happens to a food, so they so inject I was them with immediately marshmallow, and then it comes with a dark chocolate dipping sauce. Let yes. me tell you something. That's some good eating. Yeah, it was really good. It was the it was. We great. also had a, a bananas Foster creme brulee, and then they have vanilla ice cream popsicles, and it's little circles of vanilla oh, yeah, ice they were cream little suckers. that have been on a stick. Looks like a lollipop, but they're dipped in chocolate. And they're frozen, and those were yummy. Yeah, it was great. So we tried that, and I had fancy cocktails and expensive wine, and, and then the whole thing. And I had a coffee been, drink. What about three hundred dollars? But yeah. not for us, free. So then we so go to nice. the share show. Now the share show <clears throat> is ending uh, this weekend, it, it and it's kind of the Saturday reason the this fifth. whole trip happened. I uh, put my penis in a share dancer, and. <laughs> When, and he's still and he's still making the faces, and he can kick really high uh, because of it. And he, after we'd had the sex, he mentioned that he uh, was a share dancer, and I was like, "What?" He I mean, mentioned it after the fact. Yes, now I want to fuck you again just for that. And um, so we, the share dancer and I said, "Well, I should come and see you in the show." And he goes, "Please do. I can get you like house seats." Okay, the next day we were fucking marking days on the calendar. Like I don't mess around when yes. you offer me house seats. So we were in the fourth row, center, right in front of the chair. Yes. And the thing is, the show starts with a long video presentation. Yes. And what I didn't realize is the show also has about four other long video presentations in it. In the 90 minutes, I'd say 30 minutes is video. It shares home movies. God damn, I'm mad at Cher. I'm mad at Cher, Dennis. She phoned it in. And it was fun to see her... And I'll never totally turn completely upon her. No, I but, love her, but and she looks great and sixty four, and she hit every note. She sounds dynamite. She sounded great, but she kind of just walks out, stands in one spot, like she, she'll she'll like end a verse like after all, and then there's like six or eight bars in between. And you literally see her check out. Like, yeah. she's making a shopping list. It's great moments with Mr. Lincoln. And someone's pulled the plug. And it's... <laughs> yeah, and then they fucking start her back up when it's time for her to sing again. Yeah. So, and then she's got all these alleged quick changes. But you can't call it a quick change if it takes nine and a half minutes. It does. It's quick if you have to check email while you're doing oh, it. Oh, my God. She's in some kind of eBay bidding war Dennis with Kathy was convinced Griffin. that she was trying to buy something in <laughs> eBay. Because she otherwise would have been out much sooner. Yeah. And she flies in from the side in this gilded cage. And that's kind of exciting. And my friend Scott told me where to look so we didn't miss a moment of it. Yeah, that's the top of the show. Yeah. And then it's downhill from there. It's downhill from there. And she literally flies right over where we're sitting. Um, No, there was a point where we were wearing Cher as a hat. (laughs) It's true. And the funny thing is it's the kind of hat she would wear. Yeah. So that's very (laughs) It's a mirror facing a mirror. But um, she talks a bit at the beginning, and I like when people talk and they're they're kind of spontaneous or whatever. And she told like three anecdotes, and it's fun to see her talk, and she has a good sense of humor. But every anecdote reflected badly on <laughs> Poorly her. Poorly on Cher. Like they made her seem um, 
Like she doesn't. Well, like one, she one doesn't of the get stories was about how she has no she, empathy. She, for she other realized people. that in that gilded cage, she could fall to her death. But then the upside is it would kill a bunch of nameless, faceless yeah. people below, and that that's kind of cool. Well, she and she, she was really saying like that's kind of cool. She was amused by the image of um, Cher dies in freak accident on CNN, like the news, yeah, the, the breaking crawl. news, and then she was amused that the crawl would be. Um, Nameless, 20 faceless, nameless, faceless people die too. Also killed. And that's really funny to her. She thinks that's hilarious. That's like even beyond crawl. white people problems. Yeah. Like that's like celebrity, celebrity CNN crawl fantasies. Yeah. It's crazy, yeah, and, right? And she said a few little asides about how, well, I'm sure so I can do it. And th- those tickled me because I like that about her. But her her stories that she just had to share, each and every one of them... <laughs> Made was kind seem... of like you should keep that to yourself yeah, a little bit. Not, that's not great. What else you got? And then she what was like, "Well, we have these Teamsters, and the Teamsters every night um, say, you know, have a good show. You look great in that dress or whatever.' As I'm getting in the cage, and then one night um, I heard one of my kind of guys, uh, which is her code for gay, say, "Have a great show. You look really great in that dress." And I looked back to get a look at him, and he was gone. And I think the Teamsters killed him, and he's in the desert. Ha ha. Like, that's <laughs> yes. the stories that the Teamsters yeah. kill gay people. Like, don't tell this room yes. that. So you're telling the Teamsters, A, that they're homophobic or whatever. And you're telling Hilarious. the gays they're not safe. Right. Um, and you just got $300 from us. And this is the room where Elton, yeah. Bet, Celine, and you play. Like, yeah. I think there's a lot of gay people in this yeah. room. And will continue to be. Yeah, and then she, what was the other, she did this. The gay tears that must be in that carpet, yeah, Dennis. Just people bursting into, just. I did a gay gasp this weekend. That, we'll get to it later. later. Yeah, that but was, I did do a real. truly humiliating. It was, <laughs> it was such a good gay gasp. And then she she imitated how the Teamsters like grab their crotch all the time. I love that she's just now realizing that sometimes men grab their crotches. Yes. Like, real, it was like what do you think about airplane food, Cher? <laughs> it sure is small, isn't Boy, it? Boy, men and women sure are different. It was really like it was astonishing. And then she goes, and I just I don't you know pay somebody to write my pad, or I just talk about what I want. And it was like clearly, yeah. But P.S. I had to write a check for three hundred dollars, so maybe you could get a professional writer yeah. to write you some pad. How about that? No, How about I, we do? I like my Lucy Goosey share. I was just I was just kind of struck by how tone deaf she was. Her anecdotes. Yeah, kind of all made her well, look bad. But yet, I expected her to be actually tone deaf. Yeah, and that in that and regard, she saying, wasn't. Wow. But it was very much Princess Cruises presents Cher. When I was on Princess Cruises, we did a show called Princess on Parade, and we had a whole bunch of costume changes. And it was we went to Greece, and now you're in Italy, and now you're in Alaska, and it was just costumes. Right. It was we can insult every yeah. racial group, and it, I hated doing it because there were no characters to really sink your teeth oh, into. Dennis. Now I'm just Samoan. What am I supposed to do with that? <laughs> but anyway, that's what this was like. Okay, there's your if you can turn back time moment. There's your half breed moment. But there's your gypsy outfit. You mean moment? Because she comes out and she goes it half breed. That's all I ever. And then that's it. She turns <laughs> and I don't even think she finished a yeah. sentence. The fortune queen. I'll be right back. Got it. See you in eight minutes. <laughs> I've got a quick change. Yeah. God damn it! I'm, yeah. I've been outbid. It was really, it was weird, and but the dancers, um, 
you could tell if they did the show regularly, it'd be really, really good. But clearly they don't do the show that often. They only do it four times a week and then they have like a month off and they do three weeks on and then they're all gone for six weeks. So the, it was really messy choreography. And one of the girls had this big fat role, which was just kind of odd. And and yeah, share some. Yeah, it was very willy nilly. Yeah. But um, and the choreography was some of it was fun and some of it wasn't. And I remember there was one point where they were kind of dancing to some anonymous drumming. And yeah. I thought we got ninety minutes, and you can't you're do doing a filler. song, yeah. Like you're doing a drum, like I, well, I want to keep tapping my watch. Like, didn't she sing "Old Time Rock and Roll"? Yes. And okay. She sang what Fire what, and what share album is that on? Nothing. She always does weird songs. I know, but on. if you're not even going to do hurts, you're not going to do hits. Yeah. No, she like, didn't. Give me fucking what Heart of Stone. Give me yeah. oh. one by one. Good luck. Give me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not going to get oh, it. Oh man. Yeah. It Baby, was... save up all your no. tears. I hope no. you don't like that song. <laughs> you you're only not it. Ch- you know, it's only three hundred dollars. Yeah. What? It's only three hundred dollars. I can't. So possibly... now we're gonna go down in flames. Oh well, I I was glad she didn't sing Jesse yeah. James, but I remember she really when she just sang gives you that. A, remember, it literally the show should be called. Remember when I wore this? <laughs> that's what it's called. Because that's all it is. It really is. She's gonna. That's where she delivered. She gave you the iconic looks. And, you know, it's like we've seen every color of wig. And when she comes out in that fucking half-breed yeah. feather headdress with the little loincloth, she looks tall and thin. And it re- that was the time machine moment for me. Yeah. It was really – it was 1974 all yeah. over again for about 16 bars. And then yeah. she got – then she was off stage again. Yeah, gone Sitting down, time. having some a transfusion or something. I don't, I don't know, know what she was doing. But um, my friend that had seen the show before said that the best moment was was when she sang "Love Is a Battlefield." Well, guess what? She didn't sing. Oh, "Love Is a Battlefield." She didn't do it. She. But did. you know what she did do? She danced around in a zoot suit, dressed as a man. Did fire down below? Christ Almighty! As a man. Didn't we learn enough when Celine Dion sang? Uh, when I was a little nappy headed black butter. Remember that yeah. when she sang was that? It, I wish. And, yeah, and you're like, Celine, you weren't ever a little nappy headed boy. No, you well, weren't. She was close to You were than a, a big nose Frenchie. Yeah. Which is plenty. Take us back there, because God knows those are some fucking Sing memories. on the table to your nine brothers and oh. sisters. So, anyway, so. so we see Cher, and then let's talk about the Cher fans. Because some it's hardcore the final Cher week, fans. and these people have sold their trailers to come and be there. At, like and the cast has just open disdain for the share fans because they're freaky. Well, they're freak. Well, they're they're very like they, they and it's keep just a like certain when, distance. It's like Tokyo Disneyland. Yeah, you used to have those, these fans that would come and watch every parade in the same spot. Yeah, and, and then they think like, they're mm-hmm. like cast members, and it's like you're not. You're weird. Yeah. So no, you want to be friendly, but not friends, as they say. So there was one cute little cast uh, super fan named Vinny who had a customized shirt that he made that yeah. that said one by one mm-hmm. give another up another song she doesn't sing no it was like i enjoyed that shirt more than half the show god um so we did had a little chat with him and then um my friend glenn uh cast one of shares aerialists in his movie eating out three so he connected me to him and he greeted us backstage and also scott so we yeah. kind of had two people backstage but scott had other friends coming to see the show so we went with max and we kind of got to see we got to see the stage and be on the stage, the view from center stage. You can stand everywhere that Cher stands. Yes. You can stand in all of you can climb her stairs, you can stand in her set pieces, everything except her Phantom of the Opera boat. Yes. That you can't even no, you can't be near the boat. Yeah. You cannot you get can't near go the, boat. Near the boat. 
because what if hap- what if the boat gets stuck and she ends up in a uh, moat and well, she loses he, he, out on that item? He did drive her right into one of the <laughs> twinkle lights, which I thought was interesting. But, so yeah, so the show's you know not that great. So then we go backstage and that was fun and we got pictures inside Cher's big pearl. Yes, that she sings uh, "Take Me Home." No, she sings "Love Hurts." Oh yeah, by, yeah. by whoever that's from Nazareth. And or... then um, so then the next day. We uh, got up and we had lunch with our friend uh, Michael, who was paying, you know, g- yeah, helping I, all these yes. fancy meals in this insane Asian restaurant with Called this Wazuzu. giant dragon made of like 18 million crystals. Yeah. And the head alone is one giant crystal and it weighs like 800 pounds. And it's this really rare, crazy piece of art and it's insane. And it runs the whole length of the restaurant. Yeah. And during that lunch, he oh. mentioned that Garth Brooks is doing a show at the Wind. Yeah, that's where Garth's playing and every during few weekends. Every single Garth show, Trisha Yearwood comes out to sing with him, and Dennis did this. Well, you say, oh, she usually sings a duet oh, with him, and she and sings then, Walk Away Joe. That's uh, what you have to say. Trisha Yearwood comes out and sings a duet with him. Usually, it's Walk Away Joe. <gasps> Yeah, literally the 800-pound crystal head of the dragon looked over and went, girl, like... <laughs> I let out the biggest gay gasp for Trisha doing Walk Away Joe. It was like, I yeah. I love that song, and I love... She's my favorite singer on earth. It was like, I hope you want gay dipping sauce for those pot stickers, because <laughs> everyone in the restaurant just got yeah, a free... Yeah, it was a super gay it gasp. It was hilarious and wonderful. It. it. was wonderful. We were but in Vegas. They made a... You know, it sounds like that Garth Brooks show is amazing, even if you're not a huge fan of his. It sounds really intimate, and yeah. everything, you know, that where he well, really delivers. He comes out with just a guitar, and in the late show, he'll do like three hours, I guess. Yeah. And he'll literally just say, what do you want to hear? And any song the audience shouts out, he'll sing, even if it's not a Garth Brooks song. So it really makes, you know, He's someone more like me. to sing one by one. Yeah, I want him to do the songs that Cher didn't do. I want yeah. him to, like, Bootylicious. Yeah. Why not? Yes! Yeah. Telephone. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? Song for the Lonely. Yeah. Uh, morning song. train <laughs> you know what i mean yeah make a move on me the yes! follow-up single to physical which exactly. is actually my favorite uh, um so you know so that's really kind of fun really cool um and so then we i got a little bit in trouble b- backstage with share well, that's not important okay good whatever basically dennis went to take a pee and we said we'll I got meet you separated on the other from the side group. and i didn't understand that he went back up to the stage thinking that's where we might be and you're not allowed to be unsupervised, and it was a little scary for a, one it moment. Was nearly, it was nearly a shared catastrophe. But this next chunk is good. We've heard that for the rap party, which is coming up this week, Cher is um, renting out this restaurant, and they're going to play bingo because Cher they're likes bingo. They're doing it bingo. right now. It's yeah. literally happening right now. Oh, the Cher bingo. Gosh, I would have loved to have been there. Cher loves bingo, and uh, one of the prizes is $20,000 in cash. That she just brings from home. And that's not like Cher dollars. No. Like, this is 20, 20 grand. Yeah. B11. <laughs> um, I used to have to call bingo on cruise ships. But I want Cher to say every number angrily, like, fuck you. you. Like, I really want it to be G58. I, two little ducks. <laughs> I, 22. Quack, quack. <laughs> I just like, love the idea of Cher yeah. calling bingo. Yeah. Oh, and then the Cher Boutique. Is literally wow. a fucking estate sale. They're cleaning that shit out. Make I... me an offer. <laughs> There's all this bullshit share shit that's the lowest, like the bottom that of the don't barrel. Work anymore. No, and they... they will take. I thought they were going to sell the fixtures, the programs which are glossy and beautiful. 
normally go for forty. Fifteen bucks. Fifteen. And then these little share diaries were two ninety nine. Two ninety nine. Normally, normally fifteen dollars. For you, my friend, two ninety nine. It yeah. was very like share in Tijuana. Like yeah. just make an offer. And it was like, well, if I buy the bag and the thing, okay, eight dollars. And it was really. Yeah. It was like, well, I'm gonna have to go ask my mom. Everything but must go. It was all the name. I was joking that all the price tags should say two ninety nine. OBO <laughs> because it was really clearly really, negotiable. They, yeah, they would have taken the lighter that for... I ultimately bought was supposed to be five marked down to five ninety nine, and she goes, "Oh, just give me two ninety nine. Yeah, like you have they that kind care. of authority. They didn't care. You're at Caesar's Palace, and you're yeah. just some eight dollar an hour worker Look, going, "Oh, just give me two ninety nine. If there's something in that store and it has Cher's picture on it <laughs> on next Saturday, they will have failed. Wow, they're cleaning that shit. Out. So, uh, and then Celine moves her crazy in and opens like yeah, March 15th. I can't wait. And she just had two babies come out of her vagina in December. And she's going to be up there chest thumping. And because, you yeah. know, Celine doesn't stand still. No, Celine gives you her all. That's she one thing her I love maker. about her is she acts like she's really yeah. feeling it. And she probably is, but she doesn't phone it in. And that was the thing after watching Cher just be sort of exhausted. Yeah. I, it made me appreciate Joan that much more. 77 years old, and that woman is running and pacing the stage and jumping and yeah. doing dirty jokes. And really, like, she is working for the pennies. Yeah, for sure. So anyway, but then, so then we went and had an, a great, um, we had spa treatments in the most beautiful oh, spa at gosh. the Encore Spa, which is amazing. And then we had a great Japanese dinner, and then we went and saw Ka. And Ka is, as disappointing as Cher was, Call was pleasantly surprising. I couldn't believe it. I, I mean, there's so many times in the show where I literally went, wow. Like, yeah. I literally said, wow. It was kind of, it's a modified gay gasp. And it, it's more of an awestruck gasp. For me, it was really like when you're five years old and you would see a play and you just know, I want to do that. I want to be in that for my job, you know, yeah. someday. And it's so magical. And now that we kind of work in the industry or whatever, movies and more, yeah. it's a work. It's a job, and yeah. it's and it's rare that you get to sit in an audience and feel that wonder again of total just. I mean, I lost complete control of my bodily functions. I mean, my heart was racing, my palms were sweating. Yeah, it was I, great. Well, from the second you walk in the theater itself, and there's this scaffolding, and you feel like you're entering a whole other world, and they just know how to do stuff in a way that is so impeccable, yeah. and you know you're not going to see somebody in the wing that you shouldn't see, or you know right. that everything is going to be... They're almost like a different species of perfect, you know... Yeah, pantsless Asians. Yeah, pantsless Asians. Like, But the whole Cirque family is like... They don't this is supposed make to be the mistakes a that, Chinese yeah. thing, which I didn't even realize. So, oh my God, talk about fucking playing to your strengths, Tony. And so most of the cast is running around in these like thong things... And their legs are all tattooed up their legs and they have these spirals on their butt cheeks. Yeah. And their body suits, but like they're they're basically like naked and covered in tattooed. Yeah. How good do those little asses look, Dennis? They're a lot Seriously. of really spectacular asses. Oh my god. And um before we went to it, somebody said, Well, the stage is the star of that show. And they said it sort of yeah. derogatorily like you know, you're making it seem like the performances aren't that great. Well, guess what? The stage is the star of that show, and when it's that stage it can be. I wish it was the star of every show. It, yeah, it's this. I want to see Cher so on that stage. Oh my god, <laughs> it's 
unbelievable. And like, those people could die like a bunch of times during the show. It rotates. It's like a giant plank, and it rotates 360 degrees flat, but then it also goes. It becomes a wall. It becomes a wall. It turns into a mountain at one point where people are climbing on it. And then at one point, all of these shit comes out of it. It stuff just, comes out of and it. All of these little with video, and you come just can't even it. believe it. It's just breathtaking. And then there was this scene where um, it it was bubbles were projected upon it, so it looked like the people flying were actually underwater. And then one of the most beautiful parts of it were when two characters sat in front of it and just did shadow puppets of animals, and they had a certain relationship, and it was just kind of like. So simple and yet but breathtaking. You couldn't believe how amazing these animals were. Yeah, it was really neat. So anyway, that was a great show. And then we had another great meal at this restaurant called Society. Yeah, that was the Oscar Wilde uh, mm -hmm. restaurant. We had breakfast, brunch there, and uh, deliciousness. And um, I love that win. So Vegas was just great. It was a really, it was a great trip. I'm very sinusy. Yes. And um, I had gone to the doctor on Tuesday, uh, and um, so. Today, after really s sort of suffering through a few days of sniffly, my nose is whatever. Um, I went to the drugstore today, the CVS, and I said to the pharmacist, "What do you recommend? I need something stronger. I'm taking like Tylenol, cold daytime stuff, but it's not. My sinuses are so, you know, swollen that my like my top teeth hurt, and I have this headache, mm. and my eyes hurt, and and but nothing green is coming. Everything's just clear, so I don't think I have an infection and." And she was like, oh, yeah, try this one. It's really good, but it has the pseudoephedrine in it. So you have to buy it here at the pharmacy. We have to have your driver's license. Well, my driver's license, as we know from the last podcast, expired on my birthday. And I went and got it renewed the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. And Gerard Butler was there behind the counter to assist me. Right. Well, I still haven't received my new license because of the fucking furlough days with the state of California. Everything is taking longer. And they said it would take a while. But so I have an expired license. And when I go through airport security, they're like, you know, your license is expired. And I'm like, yeah, I've renewed it. I'm just waiting. And they're like, yeah, we know. It takes forever. Like, it's not been a problem. Yeah. They wouldn't let me buy the pseudoephedrine with the license because it expired. I have the paperwork showing that I got it renewed, mm -hmm. but that paperwork is only like six weeks, which expired on the 22nd of January. So the woman behind the counter, the manager of the CVS goes, well, here's what I think you should do. I think you should go to the DMV and tell them that they need you to get your license faster. And I go, yeah, they're really open to that at the DMV when you just walk in and just tell them they need to work faster. Cause that's really what they're all about at the DMV is excellence. Yeah. So, then I called my doctor and said, look, I can't buy this pseudoephedrine. Is there something else that would, what would you recommend? And he goes, I'll write you a prescription for the pseudoephedrine. So now instead of getting like a total of like 20 milligrams in the whole box, I got like 10,000 milligrams. He wrote me this giant prescription for like 60 pills. So now I could make a meth lab. Wow. And they don't need any ID to get that prescription. And it's cheaper. It was only $7. With a prescription. For the prescription version, whereas it was going to be nine something for the over the counter version. So it's just like, and then it, they didn't have it at my, I had to go to a different location. And it was like, it was literally involved four trips to two different CVSs 
today to get this fucking drug. And I was just getting ready for the New York trip. Yes, because Tony's got our movies like, and more weekends. Vitamins and my different medicines and this herbal. The <clears> acupuncture <throat> lady has me on all this homeopathic bullshit. So literally, I'm like doing these little baggies of my pills I have to take three times a day. And it's all vitamins and herbs and nonsense, Chinese herbs and shit. And it's it's like it took me half an hour. To pack it all up? Ugh. What a pain. Whatever. And you're shooting tomorrow. You're going to be on the set. I'm going to be on the set. I'm doing a little um, scene in Girls Will Be Girls 2, which we talked about before. And we're going to shoot that tomorrow. And that's going to be a lot of fun. And then I do stand-up tomorrow night. And then I'm on the 1130 flight to New York City. And then I will see Billy Elliot and La Caja Fall. And then maybe a third show. And, uh, and then work Sunday night and Monday. So that's my weekend. It's Fantastic. Been a, it's a busy week. It's so exciting. Yeah. And the Fashion Police show this week with the SAG Awards was a really good one, I Such thought. Such a good one. Great material and fun. And everyone was in good spirits. And it was, you know, it's what it was all about. It really was fun. It was really, like, you could tell Joan was just like a pig in shit. She yeah. just was laughing and, and just having a, a really good time. It was really fun. And yeah. Loved it. I saw two classic movies last week. I saw Chinatown and Rosemary's Baby for the first time on the big screen. It's kind of hard to say which one you like better because they're so very different. They're very different, but they're both awesome. And I wrote the word crack. Oh, no, I didn't. There was Crafts Night, too. We had Crafts Night. Oh, well, this sounds fascinating. Tell us all about it. <laughs> it was fun. I love to shit on Crafts Night. No, like, I know I do. We make Valentine's there, but you'll never get one. Oh, believe me, I know that. <laughs> I can get a Valentine's from anybody. That fucking shared yeah. answer better come through. I better get a call that says, Happy Valentine's Day. G-17. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, that's I just love that they're playing bingo right now. Yeah. Um, wow, we really rocked through that stuff. You got to pack and stuff like that. We can wrap it up. I think I may have a... I'm going to a play tomorrow night with a guy that may or may not it's be a date. It's a date, I thought. Okay, I, I think thought so. this was, you were excited about this. I am, but we'll see. Well, I mean, what does that mean? I don't know. We'll find out. I don't know if I've ever even met him. I feel like I have, but I don't know. I couldn't tell you where, but I so, know him now on Facebook. On Facebook. And we have friends in common. Uh-huh. So I feel like I might have met him. We'll see. We're seeing a play called Daddy. Yeah, I'm interested to hear how it is. I will but I'm let pretty you know. sure I don't like it. <laughs> You're pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure you got Phil. Got yeah, mm, I think I, I don't. Mm, don't like no mm, me. Mm, mm, no. Yeah. Um, so what else? Um, we should probably wrap this up. We yeah, wanna, because oh, you got a lot of stuff to do. Yeah, we got stuff. This oh, I got good mini- news. Oh, the Dennis Hensley five pack is sold out of my first little batch that I sent to that the retailer. That is amazing. It's only eight. That means I've sold eight. Wait, the batch was eight DVDs? Not that I've had made, but you, when you send them to filmbaby.com, you'll, you start out, you send them 10, mm-hmm. and they use one to do whatever. So nine. That's what you start with. So you've sold nine. I've sold nine. But That's I've sold, awesome. I have to send more later. That's and, great. I, and if I do this like three or four times, I will have made back my money, and now Wait we're a into minute. profit. Breaking even? I know. Can you fucking believe that? Wow. Shiz? And it's a lot of couch potatoes, so thank you very much. I, yeah. uh, I really appreciate it. And um, I'm sending more to them tomorrow, so you can order it at filmbaby.com. Again, it's the Dennis Hensley five-pack, five of my short films, including Evie Harris, Shining Star, which is the precursor to Girls Will Be Girls. Yeah, which um, is the precursor to Girls, Girls Will Be Girls, Girls 2. More girls you, than you can shake. Is there, a, is there a thing that comes after Girls Will Be Girls 2? I don't know. I'm very yeah. sworn to secrecy. Uh, they accidentally sent me the whole script and not just my scene. Oh, really? And I got a very long, lengthy email afterwards saying, 
you are not supposed to have the whole script. You, please, please, please do not. So um, I haven't read the whole yes. script. So, you know, their secret is really safe with me. Right. Um, but, you know, so I really, yeah, I'm not allowed to really say anything uh, wow. about it. Um, but I hope that everyone watches the Super Bowl this Sunday and yes. looks for Joan Rivers' big commercial. But you can TiVo it and you could be at Dennis's bowling party. That's right. If you're in town, bowling party, Montrose Bowl, 630 on Sunday night. And then Monday night is Village Variety Pack. Village Variety Pack. It's going to be our special Valentine's Day spectacular. Lots of fun acts. It's at 8 o'clock at the Village yeah. in the big room on That's Monday really night. good. I know. Movies and, uh, and more. I am doing stand-up at Casita del Campo along with the very funny Debbie Praver on March 11th and 12th, which is a yeah. Friday and Saturday. And those are the that's the two nights before I open for Joan in Sacramento on Sunday the 13th. So that's going to be my exact Joan Rivers opening act set. Uh, so that's going to be, you know, fun. And there you go. And we'll just have to wait you and see. You get to see the apartment in New York, too. I I'm going to see the apartment. It. I can't wait. Yes. Uh, and I'm, you know, not showing up empty handed because that would be so gauche. Yeah. Um, and, uh, Joan has a fella she wants me to meet I and love it. I'm sure there's no possibility. I just, I don't really feel like Joan would be a good matchmaker. I think she's great at a lot of things, but that doesn't seem like, Well, I think a lot of people think, well, you're gay and adore me and he's gay and he adores yeah, me. Yeah, But that's 80% of the people she deals with. So yeah. I don't think it's just that. It's not like, oh, I know a gay. Yeah. But, you know, she says, oh, I have this friend that you'd really like. And anyway, and she mentioned it a long time ago, and now here I am coming to New York. So It's exciting. Anyways, that's going to be, yeah, it is. It's nice. I love it. It is what it is. Um, well, as Oprah would say, where's my shoes? Oh, you guys. Shoes. I really want there to be a montage of all the times <laughs> that Oprah asks and demands someone to get her shoes. And she, like, beckons for her shoes. But it's also very much like my niece, Mateo, when she can't find her shoes. Yeah. It's, it's, it's on like, the behind-the-scenes 25 moment. Where People she, need to be watching that show. I really hope really they are. It's really delicious. Oh, Liza insists on having a star on her door. It's part of her it's writer. It's a writer. Yeah. Yeah, and she wants it to be like 62 degrees also, like really yeah. cold, which I thought was interesting. Yeah. Um, but and she don't want to talk about much of anything real. She's a cagey, <laughs> old-time showbiz lady. I want old stars to be like Jane Fonda, where at a certain point they just cut the shit and tell us the truth. L but Liza ain't, ain't never cutting the shit. <laughs> no. Liza is the shit. So <laughs> if she yeah. cuts the shit, yeah. you know, it's just, yeah, some little gay midget no, in there I know. that's operating her as a <laughs> puppet. Not unlike Cher's boat, yeah, which you can't exactly. stand on. Um, all right, we're gonna let we're gonna let you get. You guys, this was a really really fun little mini podcast, and we will talk yes. to you next week. This has been the Comedy Couch with Dennis Hensley and Tony Tripoli. Goodbye. Bye.